Previously, on Short Quest Long Rest, Good Vibrations. Bring it on, Gramps! So, does that give you a, a does that beat a 30? He just yanks her like, ah! Sadoon is gonna start running towards this motherfucker over the tables. Get out of here with that bullshit. Scree is letting out some of his uh, chaos. Fucking do something about him. I'm going to summon the inevitable downfall to my hands. Sadoon, slayer of my granddaughter. Hey, I'll be carried by Oris. That's fine. All of a sudden, the, the corner of the room is just rocked with an explosion. Huzzah! Welcome, everybody, to Hi. Good Vibrations. Hey, I fucking did it. I did yeah. it. Yeah! I didn't I do the full thing. I haven't turned off my fans yet. That's fine. I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll just cry Mute now because track. that was, that was good. We were good up until that point, so. No, we're still God good now the fans are great. off, huh? All is good. All is good. So what's everybody doing tonight? Everybody feeling good? Everybody got smiles on their faces? That's what I want to know. Everybody smiling? Oh, yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm very pleased with myself because of the mystery of what the fuck is Ginger. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Everybody's... That seems to be a hot topic recently, which is uh, fun. My lips are sealed. I don't know what you guys are talking about. She's a halfling. She's always yeah, been a halfling. I'm just a really tall halfling. A really, really, really I'm tall. I'm really fucking good at makeup. Yeah. And by the way, when we say she's a tall halfling, she's actually 6'4". <laughs> well, when I say I'm a tall halfling, I mean I'm a medium <laughs> a medium creature. <laughs> so There you go. But uh, From, no, I'm from day fucking one, if anyone had ever asked me, like, Hey, Josie, what do you mean by tall halfling? I would have been like, oh, yeah, no, I don't count as small. Interesting. I don't think yeah. anybody was going to ask you your height. Like that's not something that like when someone says. I know. Like, that's that's why it's like it was a subtle clue from yeah. day well, fucking one. I'm a short orc. <laughs> well, no one's gonna be well, like, are you like a very small orc? Like, are you small small or? And heaven forbid, I just trust what you tell me. That's true. Yeah, Josie. like a fool I was. You, you are a fool. How dare you? How dare you believe Josie? She's a she's a shyster. Always fooling. You no fooling. Us. You fooled us. Bamboozled. And Eddie's clueless. Eddie is a sweet, sweet boy. He's a very trusting person. So, um, what does everybody think about this whole thing? Sorry, I got nothing. I was gonna, I was gonna try to fucking real quick come up with a uh, like a topic to talk uh-huh. about, and uh, didn't didn't work. There was nothing there. Just uh, I was gonna the thing I was going to say, like it, that actually popped into my head was like like nobody's gonna know this is a thing, and I was gonna say uh, in Chicago they're they're thinking about opening up NASCAR for Fourth of July weekend. 
I don't know if they have a speedway already and they're planning on using it or they're building a speedway for NASCAR, but like that is just chaos. Chicago is like the worst thing ever when it comes to like holidays and like people pouring in the city. But if like a whole shit ton of people like from the South came up to Chicago for 4th of July fucking weekend, it would literally be the end of the world. It would, it would, it would be, I think it's one of the fucking like seven seals um, that gets destroyed before the apocalypse, before the horsemen's horns are blown. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, but you guys probably wouldn't know anything about that because uh, you are not local to the uh, Southwest Michigan slash uh, Southeast uh, or Northeast Illinois area. So. Nope. 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 No so, idea. yeah, so let's just, uh, let's just hop, skip, and jump over top of that and jump into the game instead. Because. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it can't all be good. Nope. I'm batting like okay. 500. That's like a Hall of Fame record. That's sure. very generous. Um, yeah. Bullshit. Suck. <laughs> That's bullshit. Five, we'll just say it's five hundred. I no, I bet way better than five hundred. Uh-huh, God damn it. Sure. I. Anyways. Yep. My uh, uh-huh. my brisk iced tea smells bad. <laughs> Why? I'm just gonna. I don't know. It smells like. It smells like uh. Like water that's been left out too long, like around the the rim of it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drink that anymore. That's like most go... tea for me. Really? I just don't like tea. No. Yeah, I normally do, but that's I was trying not to drink too much sugar because I have Mountain Dew and I had a brisk iced tea. So I was gonna try to go with the brisk iced tea and not fucking slam a Mountain Dew and you know run around like a spider monkey. But slam here we are. Yeah. So, that's what we're going to do instead. Anyways, let's fucking just skip on over all that bullshit and move on to the main attraction, which is Good Vibrations. So, last time, last time on Good Vibrations, uh, y'all ended up in Islanti space. Finally, this is where we, this is, this is what we play for. This is what we were looking for, was to get you to Islanti space to try to find Sedona. Shortly after arriving, you were met with a slew of messages. Whole shit ton. You had some from Ginger, from her agent. First starting off pretty passive, saying he had a job for you. Then escalating very quickly into what seemed like a threat about something called the Bright Star Agency or something like that. I forget exactly what it was, but that's... uh, I have no knowledge of what you speak. Yep, 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 yep. I don't think you shared it with anybody, so that's uh, that's some ginger stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Sadoon, you received a message from Zed Clortho, which was a little weird. I mean, you, you guys, I guess, bonded a little bit when you just talked to each other for about five seconds. Mm-hmm. Maybe he doesn't get a lot. Maybe he doesn't get to talk to people a lot. Um, but you were presented with a simple security image showing an old enemy, a Brockham named Grix. And they're walking around Zed Station like they own the place. And apparently, Zed, the person, not the station, I really shouldn't have named him that, now that it's after I've done it, this is more confusing than I should have. But um, but apparently, that Zed, person, not station, had a distaste for Grix as well, and, you know, kinda had no qualms with giving Sadoon his location, and uh, essentially telling you to go get him. So that was nice of him. Uh, unfortunately, um, the next part is uh, 
Oris's uh, message, but Adam is not with us tonight. He had some uh, family in town, so he's spending time with family and taking pictures at 9 o'clock at night, which is odd, but we love him anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, no fooling. That's that's the message I got. Like, so I'm with my my mom's in town. Unfortunately, uh, we're taking pictures. <laughs> it's fucking nine o'clock at night. Um, but anyways, that's just the type of guy Adam is. Should specify that they're taking pictures outside. Outside, yes, that is true. They're taking pictures outside at a park right now. At nine o'clock. That's at nine o'clock at night. Yep, I was gonna say I'm looking out my window, and we are not that far from each other, and there is not much light left in the fucking <laughs> in the sky. It is like there are fireflies out right now. I can see fireflies. So, oh man, I wish I could see fireflies. Yeah, you want, we can just I could just uh, live stream. We can stop the recording, and I could go show you fireflies. Do you guys want to see fireflies? Don't tempt me. <laughs> nice but anyways so Oris received an email but we're not going to go into that uh, American Pie-esque tomfoolery you know he does what he does I'm glad he owned that joke though I'm, I was I was happy because that was an easy one where I was just like I'm just going to softball pitch this one up and see what he does with it but uh, but I'm glad he, jumped, he, he had a little fun with it but anyways uh, shortly thereafter, Ginger got another message from Vince Clortho, and holy shit, was that a mess! You watched somebody in like an emerald-clad armor show up, tear through their office, shoot the goddamn place up, possibly murder both brothers, before finding out that Zed gave away where you guys were headed. So not great. Who knows what's actually fun? Because with, with the last you saw of Vin's was he's looking rough. He's missing some pieces on his face, part of his hand, and he just apologized. And that was the last bit you saw of Vin's Clortho. That might be the last you ever see of Vin's Clortho. No. I know, you guys should have got to know him better. Ginger, you shouldn't have strung him along. That was that was really messed up. At least he died with hope though. I mean Yeah. Yeah, I mean he he died thinking he had a love out there. Someone who understood him. Even if he didn't. He didn't. Absolutely not. She she literally skipped town on that shit. Immediately after it happened, so. thought about him at all. Yeah, they'll <laughs> be like, "Wait a minute, who is that again? Which one is that? Um, is that like the janitor?" Whoa. That was funny. If a fucking was, was that the was that the little otter guy that we talked to? The otter with the mustache. Yep, McCluskey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are going yeah. to find McClor- all of the McClor- McClor- McCluskey. I love it. Um, <laughs> then, finally, Eddie, you got a call from your pops ordering you to turn around. Then, after just a little bit of a, a brief delay, the message kind of shifted a little bit and in a weird way seemed to give you guys some info on how to reach out to someone out there, out in the, the belly of the beast that you guys are in now, and almost seemed to be slightly encouraging in a way. Kind of weird. Not very Malcolm Fry, but who knows? He's a he's a complicated man. Which led you to meeting the best character ever, Tickles. Eric, I know you specifically really liked Tickles. Yeah, he's, especially the voice. He's great. Especially the voice. One, yeah, I know you. Quality, I mean, quality I work. made that character for you. I was like, you know what? I know Eric would love. 
if I did the meat wad voice because he loves it when I, I do the meat wad voice. I appreciate that Thank a lot. You so much. Yeah. So uh, there's only a couple more characters that are gonna have the meat wad voice. So don't worry. Oh, only It'll a come couple back around more. again. Great. Yeah. If I just did all my fucking NPCs as Meatwad, just everybody in Meatwad, just, oh, I, would, I would just slowly go insane, I guess. <laughs> you Through would right obliterate now? your vocal cords. Yeah, just that, yeah. Bye. That just... one's easy for me, actually. I can do that. The reason I was having trouble with that again, because I started getting like schmutz in my throat and trying to do that, because you essentially have to like swallow the back of your throat to fucking make that noise. Having anything in your throat just destroys you. Why don't we just just (laughs) both consider ourselves lucky that you don't have to do it very often? That's true. Like I said, well, it depends. Like I said, Uh we've got a couple more characters coming up. Um, So, uh, Tickles uh, sold you guys some shit and also told you about a weasel lady named Talmrin that supposedly had escaped Gulta back in the day. And may know something about getting in and out back again. Um, or getting getting in and out again. Back out again. Wow, that's a weird way of saying that. Getting in and getting back out again. There we go. Uh-huh. That's the way you should say that. Yep, sorry. Um, but, gotta find him first. Apparently, they're somewhere on Zed Station. So, to Zed you went. With some charts from Tickles, transponder codes from Aristo, your mantle, and just amazing, amazing pilot in Eddie. Uh, You were able to easily slip past all the patrols in the area and made your way to this old repurposed mining outpost. Guess I'm good at Dennis getting there. Uh! Yep, 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 yep. So, the place was lively. But in no way was it packed to the gills or anything. It wasn't like, you know, exploding and hopping. There seemed to be no traffic coming in and out as far as other ships and whatnot. Um, It was, however, very different from what you're used to. You all are truly kind of like strangers in a strange land right now. The creatures here are ones that you've never seen before, uh, nor they you. And say you guys are all strangers to them. Like, they, you are weird things, as they are weird things to you. Uh, You drew a lot of attention as you wandered around the main plaza, and you finally ended up in the cantina, looking for information. But as you entered the cantina, everything stopped. Just for a second. Everybody kind of looked at you and was like, what are these guys doing? They're weird little alien duders. But then they kind of just went back to doing their shit. All save one. In the corner, there was an older gentleman with no drink, just watching y'all intently, finger steepled. That was until Ginger decided to try to make friends. And uh, so, how, how, how do you feel about that now, Ginger? That uh, that that now that it's over, um, how do you feel oh, how that well, went? Do you think it went well? Yeah, like I don't regret a single thing. I mean, I don't think you ever regret a single thing ever. No, if I do, like the day that I do is the day that I explode. Hey, she managed that. to not get shot in the face. That was good. Yep. Was Scree yeah. there to help not get her shot in the face? Maybe. Doesn't matter. She didn't get shot in the face. It's a win. There you go. So yeah, it didn't take long before shit got real. And you learn that this guy is Avandrian Dax Vallis, the grandfather of a Lieutenant Sharu. You know, the lady you killed back on Nakondas. Well, after a tussle... He noped the fuck out, but not before leaving Ginger a little present in the form of a big-ass bomb. Then, 
something really weird happened. And the damn bomb just magically hopped across the room, blowing the shit out of the wall in the bar. Luckily, it was not a bulkhead. So the adventure continues, because that would have cut the whole fucking adventure short real fast. He just blown open the fucking wall, and everybody got sucked out into space. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, two of us would have survived. That's true. You put those stupid little headset thingies on. Uh, actually, everybody should survive. They're, the rules in the game are, and if you are wearing armor, it is considered a life suit like it has the ability to go out into space and then you have the ability to breathe up into a certain part as long as you're wearing armor it counts hey. yeah so everybody technically has it but uh but yeah so um and then they, yeah then if it has its own power source it lasts longer and then i think you guys have like air up to like your constitution modifier and blah 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 i forget exactly what it is but uh but if that ever happens we'll definitely look into the rules um mm -hmm. hopefully it does because that sounds fun it does. <laughs> okay. Be and funny. having a floating scree just like try and navigate space. There is a flailing whole, arms. There's a whole fucking uh, rule session of anti gravity, like moving yeah. throughout gravity and stuff. Like, and he's got ways to propel himself. Like, that's true. I was, you have, the, you I have was jump boots. Jump boots. Yeah. It. Yeah. Oh my god! It reminds me a little. I don't know if you've ever read The Martian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when the Matt Damon. The, book? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Matt Damon book. <laughs> the Matt Damon book. written by Matt Damon. The film is shockingly cl uh, close to the to the book. It actually they did a very very good job. Oh, so he did science but, that shit. Yeah, he science the shit out of it. Awesome. <laughs> but like uh, that whole the uh, the Iron Man joke of him like using his glove with a puncture hole in it to to fly himself around through space. Uh -huh. Uh, was actually uh, a joke that was made in the book and then automatically rejected for being stupid. Nice. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny, yeah. Now, since that weird little warping of space, little something has, uh, has changed. Since that happened, you all feel a little different for some reason. You don't really know why. You can't put your finger on it. Just something has changed. Not just you, Ginger, but everyone. Almost like... The heart of the universe skipped a beat, and when it fell back into sync, you you all kind of fell back in with it. It's hard to explain, but something's definitely different. I know what happened. Oh, yeah? The grenade mm -hmm. actually did kill us all. <laughs> nice. And this is an alternate reality in which it didn't. There you go. Oh, That's actually kind goodness. of fun. No, we talked about this already on a different episode where I said I would not do any type of fucking multiple dimension or time because <laughs> I I have a hard enough time keeping this shit straight. A time fucking thing? Absolutely fucking not. Like I said, the only way I could do it is if I fucking did it Doctor Who style where it makes no fucking sense and I don't have to make sense. I can just say well, certain Josie things matter. Josie said it, so it's canon. Okay, cool. But, uh, so in that universe, it disappears forever, and this is the only one that exists. So, that's how I, I handle that. Yay! But, <laughs> yep. So, now, here you guys are, in the cantina, back wall has been blown to shit, and you actually see that there's, like, kind of an opening in the wall from where that bomb hit. The only thing left in the bar, everybody else has all left, 
there was a weird like bug crustacean like dude that was sitting near the bar kind of up against the wall and uh he's still sitting there look like kind of ragged breathing because he seems to be very sick of some something didn't have the ability to get up and run and uh, you also, just before they left, I forget exactly who saw it, it may have been Scree, I think, saw that uh, a group of yellow aliens, which I call them aliens, but really you're on their turf, so technically, like, you guys are the aliens, I should say, yellow citizens uh, slip out when the fight started that seemed quite interested in you folks starting off, so... Just for reference, um, you guys are in this cantina. We didn't get a good chance to really uh, go through what it looks like, really. But uh, one thing you do notice about the cantina is that the temperature in here is a lot lower than the rest of the place. This entire facility is so far, this like this mining facility, Zed Station, has been hot AF. It is just fucking sweltering heat all the time. This place, nice and cool. Everything in here is kind of a little makeshift kind of just thrown together and now at this point the like i said the wall to the north seems to get blown to shit and there seems to be a break in the wall now and then to the south there's also a ramp that leads to another room that seems to have some like big machinery in it so let's go ahead and take you back to the promenade now that we're out of the new little drift video thing that i i put up yeah. but uh, you guys are down here in the cantina like I said, to the south of the cantina is a little room with the pipes. Uh, to the north is a wall that's been blown up a little bit. And you got uh, the dude are sitting over to the side. So what are you guys doing? Uh, Scree is getting up from where he's face planted on the table next to Ginger. And he turns around and just yells at, at Eddie. The yellow. Who? Who are you talking about? points at um, Sadoon. The guy I'm after is rolling with the crew of uh, yellow people. Oh. Uh, well, apparently Scree saw a posse of yellow guys run through that door. And he kind of points to where Scree's pointing. Which would be here? Just Yeah, back to out plaza. towards the main plaza. Now that was before the fighting started, so... Yeah, well, we have an Aslanti somewhere loose on the station. Or not on the station anymore, right? Could have teleported away. That's a thing, isn't it? Was it... I don't remember if it was at the end of the session, like during recording or after. But Dane, you mentioned that it was very similar to like the teleportation puck. Yeah, I was saying to Eddie that it, it seemed very much the... Well, I guess anybody who saw Eddie teleport looked almost the exact same thing. But teleportation could look the same i guess across the board but yeah it did seem very similar to how like eddie's worked when he decided to teleport himself it could also be invisibility and he's standing in the room watching us and he's like true he had a puck what did he use a puck he might have if he used a puck then he's close still he's still here how much do you feel like uh chasing him down because i have to say like i'm like maybe a two out of ten on that scale. You don't think that it catching him's important? I get the vibe that like he's gonna catch us again, catch up with us again another time. All right, but we got him on the back foot now. Yeah, he just kind of points his finger at the dude. If you want to go, like we can, we can go, but but we don't know where the hell he could be right now. Probably running to a ship. 
if I had to imagine. How many other hangars were there? For the most part, down the way you went was kind of the only, like, way towards hangars, but then that kind of splits off. But that's just the promenade. There, there are also other parts of the station that uh, that have landing pads and stuff like that. But as far as where you guys are, the promenade area, that's kind of the main uh, hub. I mean, we hid what our ship looks like. Maybe he did the same thing, right? Let's back this way. And we start walking towards this pipes area. Okay. So as you kind of walk back there, you see what was a, like, graded, just like an access tunnel um, that has been, like, blown off and now has, like, an opening through there. And you see these, like, little bug things um, that you had noticed when you first came in. They're almost like rats kind of scurrying around, kind of scurrying back in there and disappearing behind the vents and stuff. And um, you also see that they kind of keep scurrying back towards that weird bug crustacean guy. And they seem to be just harassing the fuck out of this dude. He's like sitting there and they're like walking up close. And then they got these really long, like, like little, like uh, tongue slash like piercer, little like uh, appendage thingies that shoot out of their mouths. And they're like poking him. And, like, taking little bites out of him and then, like, scurrying back. And he's just, like, at this point, he, like, can't even fight back. He's just, like, groaning every time it happens and just, like, as this thing is just not able to move very well. Scree is, like, getting up. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of, like, you know, picking through pieces of glass. But when he sees this, this, do- this bug just hunched there, letting them do this... He takes a piece of glass and he starts piffing it at the, um, at the little creatures, like, just, like, fleeing glass at them to try and hit them in the tongue. Gotcha. So, uh, you, you know, whip some things at them. You actually tag a couple of them, too, and they skitter away, and you see them, like, disappear into the, like, little vents and little things, finding little cracks, and sooner or later they kind of make their way towards that little doorway, but then you find that after a couple seconds another one pops out of somewhere and starts harassing this guy. Like, there's just, there's a lot of these things and they just keep, you know, showing up and messing with him. If any of them hits at him, mm-hmm. he's gonna, like, sling stuff at him and then he's gonna chase him into the vents. Is anybody else, before we have him, <laughs> or have a Scree run down that uh, tunnel, um, is anybody else doing anything? Should we put, like, a tracking collar on Scree before we, oh, nope, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. No, I think Eddie knows enough to just kind of let Scree do his thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep, so uh, you start, like, you know, whipping things at him and coming at him, and they all kind of scurry away from this guy and, like, head towards these pipes, and you see, like, you know, three or four of these things. They're They're small, but they're not, like, small, small. They're, like, foot-long big bugs. Like, they're, like, big-ass rats, yeah. essentially, but, like, bugs. So they like skitter and you'll see them shoot down this little uh, this this little tunnel type thing. And they all kind of head towards that. So Scree, you take off after them and you get just a little ways down this tunnel and you find a deadbolt door, like a big giant, just like bulkhead. And then you see that off to the, like just to below them, like just to the right and to the, down by the ground, there's a very small like crack in the, in the wall. And they're, like, squishing down to this, like, tiny, 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 like, almost flat like a cockroach and squeezing through these things really quick. Um, but then when you get to this door, it's, like I said, a big-ass sealed bulkhead. Doesn't look like there's any type of, like, 
um, handle on your side. Okay, um, Scree's going to approach the crack. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be grenade size? <laughs> it is uh, a little... It's smaller than a grenade. Like, it, this thing is, like, maybe one inch tall. Like, these things are squishing to nothing. It's like, you ever seen, like, a cockroach squeeze underneath, like, what's like a paper-thin door? Yeah, that's what this, these things are doing. Like, this is maybe an inch tall. But, I mean, you could try to stick a grenade next to it and see if anything happens, but for the most part. Also, just as a warning, just... You can probably get away with explaining the fact that someone else detonated a bomb in here, but just blowing up this uh, space station might not be... <laughs> Might not be looked upon kindly by the the uh, the locals? citizens. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, don't worry. He, he's 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 a, a chaos gremlin, but he's not that bad. He's going to take a sticky bomb grenade. Okay. And jam it as into the into the hole as much as he can. But he's not okay. gonna put. He's not gonna set it off just yet. He's gonna have a look at the um the door, the hatch. Okay. Uh, give me a either perception or engineering, whatever you you want to use. Uh, he's better with perception. Say, so, yeah, engineering also is a uh, trained Ooh. skill, so not bad. He's, not he's got bad. some engineering. Oh, does he? he cool. Has, yeah, he has to have it so he can like make grenades. I like it. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, twenty five on that one. That is fantastic. So, um, looking at this door tough to tell what it's all about like you are getting a good handle on it it does not seem to be digital in any way shape or form it seems to be a bulkhead the hinges seem to be on the other side and there doesn't seem to be any type of latch or locking mechanism there doesn't even seem to be a like like a lock just like a seal like a like a like a bulkhead from like a ship like as if the but if the the, the wheel was on the other side to unlock it He's going to touch it. Uh, you touch it, mm, nothing special. It's just a metal. Okay, so it's not like super cold or super hot. Nope, nope, it is. It's just, it feels normal. I mean, it's a little cold. He just kind of... Ah. And then he's going to pull the pin and run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's okay. sticky bombing the, uh, the yeah, hole. Yeah, so they're going to have a fun time wriggling through sticky. Yeah, sticky bomb. It's like a resin bomb. Oh, okay. Yep. So yeah, so you're not like trying to blow it open. You're trying to like seal it. It's not gonna last. I think it like decays after a while, if I remember. Mm -hmm. Okie dokie. But yeah, it's a, it just creates a sticky goop. All right. What? Yeah. If, what's the? Let me look it up real fast because I just want to know how long it lasts. Uh, made Starfinder. It's a ten a... foot sphere of just goop. Just one level entangled for one d four or two d four round. So yeah, not long. I'd say it'll dissolve after like a minute or so. I mean, probably a lot less technically, but but yeah, you can absolutely do it just to keep them off of you for a little bit. Yeah. So, okay. Think cool. like so, think like glue with glitter in it. Apparently, <laughs> like the glitter it. is made of smashed glass and metal. Nice. So yeah, you uh you go ahead, you pull the pin, you run away, and you just hear this like how in your mind how loud is it? Like is it like a big boom or is it just kind of like a like a like not that, not that intense. It's not loud enough to do like, if it was loud, if it was like proper loud, it would okay. probably daze someone. So it's like, it's kind of like a, 
Gotcha. So yeah, so sure enough, uh, you hear that, Scree comes running back out a little bit, and then you just hear this like, like a little splurt sound, essentially, and then, <laughs> and sure enough, the uh, the little crack is is now doused in sparkles, glass, and uh, and and resin, essentially you, all stickified. Did you goop them? Gooped them. Yeah. What was back there? Did you see anything in there? And he explains the the door mm-hmm. and the tiny, tiny little crack. Sounds like an like an escape tunnel, one that lets out here, I guess. I don't know. It's on the other end though. Well, what's the next step? I think we go and we find those yellow dudes. Yo, hold on. Are you all right? I'm talking to the the bug man. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. Uh, what are you speaking to them? I'm speaking uh, common. Okay. Um, uh, that actually works. Um, <laughs> so as <laughs> so I was just reading through, this guy actually speaks like a lot of languages. <laughs> but uh, you hear him when he responds. He's just like, "Thank, thank you. I am appreciative." And you see this guy is just in rough shape. Go ahead, and any of you can either give me a uh, culture check or a life science check, if you have that. Ooh. Huh. Nice, nice. Uh, you said culture or life science? Yep, culture or life science. 14. Scree has neither of those. Nice. Uh, that's a 24. Cool. Uh, Scree, Damn. you can... Having that's a pretty good perception check. So you do see, this thing seems sick, like like very sick, but that's all you can really tell. But Ginger, you know that this creature is called a Rikrichi, W R I K R E E C H E E, and unfortunately, there is kind of like a plague-like sickness that they sometimes get that's called Rikrichi shell rot, and it essentially is like their shell starts rotting from the inside out and they start kind of like, you know, not dying. Like it's, it's just very, it's almost like uh, in a way, kind of like leprosy for these things. So like mm-hmm. they can live out li- life, but just as very, you know, very sick. So. Oh, it's a Ricky and he's diseased. What? And he does not laugh at that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Eric, Eric is laughing at that. <laughs> and, and he's too There's not, no way, like, and, I I could pronounce that name right on the yeah. first try. And yeah. he's too nice to laugh at how mean that was. So, yeah, he's like, <laughs> You are very astute, little one. I am Rikrichi. My, my name is Hashashir. Right. Can I call you, like, Houston? I have been called worse. Okay. Well, um, so is there any way that we could really, like, help you? I'm so glad that we're able to communicate. And... Yeah, you see, like, on him, he has kind of these, like, uh, like, bandages kind of wrapped around his hands, and which his hands are kind of like, uh, they're almost like little, almost like pincers type thing, and they are also like there's like this like little bucket of liquid is red liquid 
and they're like dipping their hands in it like every so often. Yeah, you see these like wrappings around their hands as they're like, they, they do not look good, but uh, he's like, I do not believe you have the ability to heal me, but I appreciate your goodwill. Yeah, like make no mention of it. You know, we're just th- those kind of people. <laughs> I'd say we're getting pretty close to when these little bugs start returning. They just, for some reason, are, like, drawn to this guy, whether they find another way through or the the gook has dissolved, you know, after, uh, like, you know, 30, 40 seconds uh, or a couple minutes or whatever. There is, uh, you start seeing these little things kind of skitter in around the, the sides and stuff and start, like, even as you're talking to them, just all of a sudden, the one will shoot out and kind of get him. And he's just like, like great. Scree is set up on the bar and he's got mm-hmm. like a pile of glass and every time he sees one he just goes pew and gets nice. it. Sweet. So yeah, you you uh you, you chuck glasses out. Yeah, you're tagging them and you are hitting them and they run away. But uh as you guys continue to try to talk to him, he'll get a few words out and then one of these things kinda comes out of nowhere and just like you have your eye open and you're watching, but they just like one will be under a fucking table, one will be on a goddamn ceiling, one will be, you know, out of a vent that you didn't even see, and just like a like it'll be in a closed vent, and you'll just see a fucking little tongue thing shoot out and tag him, and he's like, Ugh! and Scree is loving this. <laughs> yeah. Just playing whack a mole. Essentially, feels kind of shitty to like see someone suffer and not be able to help them, and I don't really say that that often. Do you need help, like, moving, or do you want something that... Yeah, if we put you under, like, a UV light, do they just, like, die or something? I stay here because the cold helps with the pain, but they follow me wherever I go. I mean, would they follow you out into the vacuum? And she kind of, like, points to the wall like she's indicating outside the station. Yeah, just go space yourself. (laughs) I am not ready to shuffle off this mortal coil yet. Oh, okay. I didn't assume. You know, I'm not, like, saying, you know. So can we just, like, kill them? The bugs? Yeah. Yeah, if 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 we swat enough of them. Every time you get one and you shoot one or you hit one, they kind of retreat. And they all kind of move back to that pipe and then shortly they kind of come back. And you're not sure if you're getting the same ones or if new ones are coming or what's going on. But yeah, they all seem to be retreating back into that, uh, that behind that door. I wish Aros was here. I'd take his welder and I'd weld that hole. <laughs> I mean, Eddie mean, can do that. Yeah. Yeah, but again... You're not 100% sure that's even where they're all coming from. There are vents and things like that that seem to be leading around that, uh, you know, small little vents that they're kind of sneaking in through that you're seeing. You don't know if they're running that way or if they're running, like, if that's the only entrance or there's other breaks in the walls or what. Like, they could be getting in a million different ways. You said this is a disease? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Uh... Med patches say that you can attempt to treat diseases. That is true. And I have two of them. Okay. 
Say, do you want to do it? Or we can, I mean, Oris is technically with you guys, even though he's not here uh, today. So if you guys wanted him to do it, I mean, you can give it a shot if you want. It all depends on what you guys want to do. Would it be like a medicine check? Yep. Mm-hmm. And just Scree like pulls up a... a I'm actually, a I'm also proficient in that. Gotcha, gotcha. And then he goes back to flinging pieces of glass. I mean, like, I could, I could try and maybe do a little something with that if you want. I can give you, or Oris here could. Uh, I mean, I can give you a hand. Yeah. Skill and Metapatch allows you to attempt a medicine check untrained with a plus 10 circumstance bonus, uh, but only for first, ta- uh, first aid, long-term stability, treat disease, and treat drugs or poison tasks. It is, I mean, would it be a treat disease task? Yeah, it would be treat disease. But let me see what treat disease actually means, because I want to say that it just gives them a bonus to their... Uh, you can use medicine to treat suffering. It takes 10 minutes and requires a med kit, a medical lab, or a medical bay on a starship. Every time the diseased creature attempts a saving throw against the disease, you can attempt a medicine check. Uh, if your result exceeds the DC of the disease, the creature receives a plus four to its saving throw against the disease. So it doesn't technically cure it or anything. It just gives them a plus to fighting the disease themselves. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have anything that would be specific to disease. Okay. I mean, have you tried, like, seeking services here on the station to maybe, like, get that fixed? There are no medical facilities on this station. We are on the fringes of Aslanti's... And then he gets, like, stung again. He's like, ah! I am sorry. No, why are you apologizing? It like those little assholes are the ones that should be. Yeah, it's a big uh It's a tough beat. It's a a, a big yikes. The Islanti could cure me if they wished, but they don't spend extra resources on creatures that are not Islanti. Sounds about right. Yeah, if it's their MO. Scree, uh, like, approaches the bug, kicking one of the little things as he comes over, like, <laughs> and he's going to, like, look up at him and go, <laughs> and that means? <laughs> only, only Eddie understood, but he was trying to ask the guy, why don't you just, like, leave? Um, like, the station? Then... Yeah, like, why don't you just leave because that's where the bugs are right is that what you're saying or you said oh he said that they followed him though right he said the bugs follow you around they seem to follow me wherever i go but even if i were to leave the station where would i go in islanti's space you know i always keep a vial of perfume on me i wonder if we can confuse them we're not that far into Aslanti's face, are we? No. We're, but, we're on the edge of Aslanti's space. Just leave it. Do you have a ship? I have no ship. Okay, that's a problem. Yeah. And no one comes from the packed worlds here. Well, until now. I see. So you are not fry. And then he gets stung again. Uh, uh, uh. And he just kind of like squints an eye, he's like awkwardly looks away, like he doesn't know what to do about it. 
so he's just like trying to ignore it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> while Scree is chasing down the one that just stung him, he, mm-hmm. he kind of like shouts over his shoulder. Do you know, um, Gralta? Gulta. Gulta. The, the prison moon? And then he gets stung again. He's like, Ugh! and then from another shot. So I'm gonna you know, it seems like pop the next time I see. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you guys keep hitting him, but every time they, every time he goes to like try to tell you guys some information, these things kind of just come out of nowhere and give him a Man. sting. The guy who the the one that owns this tavern is gonna freaking hate us. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> smashing glasses and fucking throwing shit across the room. In Scree's defense, he was using smashed glass. He has moved on to non-smashed ones, though. Yeah. At this point, some people have started to, like, filter back in, including the bartender, and he hasn't said anything to you yet, but is, like, eyeing you every time you've, like, you know, chucked something or, you know, smashed something and he doesn't look too happy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> squished a bug on the floor those he doesn't seem to mind too much in fact they almost seem to be cool with that but yeah it's the breaking all their stuff well what do you well, well what what do you want us to do bartender guy he just puts his hands up and kind of like shakes his head what like, that's what I thought <laughs> he just goes back to cleaning a glass like just randomly because that's not what bartenders do at all. Uh, no I think he's intimidated but that's why he's not talking he's just got his hands up like I ain't getting involved in this shit okay I don't know what to do about this <laughs> is the problem can we put him like in a bubble And just kind of like repeats the stuff about Grolter uh, and the escapee. Well, we can't. Every time we try to talk to him, he, he gets. They start stinging him and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, yes, Grolter. The prison. And he gets stung again. See? <laughs> I mean, we can't do anything to help him. I can't. I don't know what to do. I... Okay, so. I, I think we just kind of like take a loss here. Do you want to just leave him? <laughs> well, you say it like that, but you know what? I'll be the only person that like that says it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's one thing. Sadoon. Like, <laughs> Sadoon's gonna walk over. He's like, "Can I pick you up? Can I get you off the floor, away from these things?" It doesn't matter. They would follow me. I appreciate your concern, but. As long as they're around, I will always be stung. Such is life. Scree's gonna try and catch the tongue of the next one that tries to sting him. Okay, fuck it. Give me a uh, sleight of hand check. (laughs) (laughs) This is gonna go great. Oh! Not bad. A 18? Yeah, fuck it. This thing shoots its tongue out and you snag it. And it just like starts wiggling and like squirming, trying to get away, and making this like <laughs> fucking noises. It like tries to like <laughs> chitter and it skitter and pulls back and ends up like pulling itself until it like rips its own tongue out and then like <laughs> screeching, just like and like fucking uh, skitters away into a vent and disappears. 
leaving like a little trail of green blood. Scree just kind of like looks at the tongue. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's about to bite into it. Scree, Sniffs it. if you eat that. Stops what he's doing. Just kind of like two hands like lifts it up and puts it on the table next to the bug. The bug guy. Kind of like a little little coil of stolen tongue. That is very nice. Now hold on. If we were, to, if we like theoretically killed all of them, would any more like appear? You would have to. And he's like, he gets stung again. He's like, ah. And the uh, the bartender kind of pipes up. He's like, there. If you wanna, if you took kill all of them, you'd have to like find the queen and kill the nest. Like that's where are you gonna find that? That's not a thing. <laughs> oh my god, I think we might just have our solution. There's a nest. Well, of course, they're bugs. Bugs have nests, duh. Even I know that, dummy. He just narrows his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no way. As he talks like that. <laughs> How do you even bugs. own a business on a station? Like, did you inherit this place? Because I do not believe that it's yours. Oh, I don't own this place. I just showed up and started cleaning the glass. What? Scree is like a cat. Scree is like a cat. When he hears that, his, his hand reaches towards one of the nearby glasses and just starts, you know, nudging it off the table. Yeah. He's like, oh, I actually got to get back to my regular job. And he, like, grabs a, a broom and starts, like, sweeping up the glass everywhere. And then some other guy shows up and starts cleaning a glass. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> So, Scree, Scree, went into the vents and saw the bulkhead, and that's where they were coming from, right? Mm -hmm. So, logic would dictate that they're on the other side. Perhaps. Uh, am I wrong? Only one way to find out. But how do we get to on the other side of it is the question. Uh, without, you know, continuing to blow up the station. The station. Cut a hole in the, like around where the the bulkhead, uh, the the big door. Not at the bulkhead because that would be hard. There's already mm. a crack though. Go for the weak point. Scree like waves his hand and like indicates for them to follow. Yeah, let's let's go take a look at that, huh? Let's go do our good deed for the day. Well, hold on, hold on. Now, hear me out. Okay, you're gonna say let's leave him again. No. Okay. But. Uh huh. <laughs> I will point out. Didn't Scree's glitter bomb just go off in there? It's a resin bomb. It's probably worn off by now. I'm gonna give him a very skeptical look. Probably. I don't. I don't know. Depends on how strong he made it. It's a pretty weak one. Okay. You go first. And if I get any of that shit in my hair, like, <laughs> like there's nowhere on the ship that you could hide, Eddie. Says it's caramel level. It's caramel level. <laughs> <laughs> it's made. It's literally made of melted sugar. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> it's a toffee bomb. But yeah, Eddie will, Eddie will go in. Okay. So yeah, as you guys come to this door, you, you see the same thing they did. The crack now has like it's still got glitter and shit around it, and there's some like loose glass kind of in the area, some but crust. not too bad. Yeah, exactly. So and it's and it's yeah, got some. The stuff is kind of uh, sizzled away, and for the most part, it's just kind of like 
congealed on the floor. And uh, you actually see as you get there, one of the little bugs kind of, they had like chewed a little bit through it and then we're just sneaking back through just as you showed up, kind of skittering back through the hole. So Scree tries to tackle it. <laughs> okay, give me a acrobatics or athletics, one of the two. Nope, it gets away. No. No. Like where you are right now, like it is, you're essentially kind of like, you can't see back into the bar anymore. Like you kind of slipped into this little vent. Um, you kind of had to duck to get in there. And then it kind of like winds around a couple times and then comes to this big bulkhead. So you guys are essentially like alone in this little tunnel with this big ass door. And when I say big ass door, it's a, it's a human sized door, but it's like, it's just thick. And they're squeezing through the bulkhead. Yep. They're squeezing through the little crack on the, in the bottom. You think maybe we could pry this off? We could try. I mean, Oris has tools. I was going to ask if Oris would be able to get through it. But... Yeah, so he, he takes a look at it, and he's like, uh, yeah, I could I could get through it. It's just, it would take me hours and hours, possibly maybe a day, to cut all the way through it. Okay. So, I'll, I'm going to ask you all a series of questions, and they're all going to be really fucking weird, okay? Uh-huh. Sure. I love weird questions. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you want to help this guy? Out of 10? Yeah, out of 10. You hear him go, from in the other room. He's just... <laughs> 7? Okay, okay. Now, next question. Sadoon, what about you? I'm at like a 5. 5? Okay. okay. Scree? He just points at Eddie. 7 also. Okay, so we're averaging like a 6. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the altruistic group. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you think do you think that their their queen is going to be tough to kill? I mean, probably. You don't just become a queen for no reason, am I right? I mean, some people are born into it. They don't do shit. So True. That's true. That's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. Okay. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's an insect queen. So like, I don't... <laughs> okay, but I say I get your point. Okay, next question. Do you think that there's a way to stop it besides killing? Aside from giving them like another target, probably not. Okay. Well, I suppose I'm gonna go check it out. What? Uh, so, sorry. I, I am going to. Uh, I'm gonna slip in through that crack. <laughs> <laughs> I called it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Called it. I'll wait for it. It what? I'll wait for it. Oh dear. Yep. <laughs> Josie has activated her compression ability. So, what happens as you go to move through this uh, this crack there, Josie? Uh, so I am glaring at the crack because it's it's God's goddamn fault for being too small. Nice. <laughs> And then I'm just gonna fucking go for it. I'm, I'm not gonna say anything to the others. Like, we can have this conversation later. Nice. So what does it look like, though? You know what? I would say that as Ginger sort of, like, pokes her finger under it, like, she's hooking a couple of fingers under, like, she's gonna try and pry up the, uh, the bulkhead. Mm -hmm. Instead, like, her hand starts to go under it. And then her wrist starts to go under it. Squishing and, and going flat. It goes up, it goes, yeah, up to her elbow. And it's like, how the fuck is she managing that? Like, and 
It's just like she's distending as she goes through. Like like fucking and Mr. Fantastic. Like Mr. Fucking Fantastic. I love it. It's Elastigirl. I don't think that any of her gear can come with, though, so I think she's just going to wind up on the other side nude. Nice. Okay, interesting. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I actually put in my notes, like, like maybe to, to tempt that, but I was like, I don't know if that's a good conversation to have. Like, I might that might be inappropriate for me to make that joke, but I'm glad you brought it up instead. But, uh, yeah, as, I, uh, as I'm slipping through, I'm, like, before my, my head slips under... Mm -hmm. Uh, make sure you bring all my shit. If I lose anything, I'm gonna be so fucking mad, Eddie. And then... Eddie's just gonna look at the pile of gear that's now there. What the fuck just happened? Scree tries to follow after her, and he, like, jams his fingers under there, and then just kind of... (laughs) You're like Michael Jordan in fucking Space Jam, like, after he watches Bugs Bunny do some shit. He's like, can I do that too? He opens his his hideaway arm and looks at the back of his animals. Like to see what's in them. To see, to see what's in them. <laughs> nice. Like No. Nope. I'm seeing it too. Oh <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> I knew she was hiding something, but damn, I did not expect that. I do now. Okay. Uh can she is she here? Is she are you here still? Uh, you uh, can my, you can hear it muffled. Can, can I hear them on the yeah, other side? Yeah, you can of the hear bucket? like a muffled like. Yeah, I didn't fucking disappear, Eddie. Oh, shit. Then you hear it on the other side. The... You fucking disappear, Eddie. But on <laughs> now that you're on that side, Ginger, you see yeah. that that's exactly what it is. As you stand there, you now see that the the tunnel continues on. And there is a, and the first thing you catch is you are in essentially like a sewer now and you're coming out like a side tunnel in a sewer and the stench is just unimaginable. It like imagine a regular sewer, then add the constant like steamed heat of this place. Like that you you've had that you felt since you've gotten here minus the cantina the cantina was nice, but these, these tunnels are not. Um, then add like a hundred different strange species biology of shit to the mix. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty horrid experience. So, but on your side, there is a little turn crank for the door. Okay. I am going to, to open the door, you know, not even like, not even like covering myself modestly because I am a totally another fucking species. This is just a skin. There you go. I'm saying <laughs> it doesn't fucking phase you. You're perfectly fine. Yeah. So, uh, so all of a sudden just a do, 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 do fucking door spins open and there stands a uh, ginger and all of her halfling glory. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, please like follow and leave a comment. Also, you can support us at patreon.com slash sqlrpod. You can follow us on Twitter at sqlrpod or join our Discord through our invite banner at shortquestlongrest.wordpress.com. Keep smiling. We'll see you next time, family.